Why, hello, wonderful people. Welcome back to another episode of JV versus Everybody. And I have what apparently is a fan favorite and everyone's favorite antagonizer, Johnny, has decided to join us so we can discuss a very important topic. So first, let me say hello to Johnny. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Hello, hello. Hola, hola. What's, what's the good word? How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you? How are things going? It's, a, it's another another day in paradise over here, in the wonderful country of Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> so just just for the new audience that that has found this podcast, Johnny, would you would you like to just tell the world a little bit about yourself? Who are you exactly, and why should we listen to you? <laughs> Why should they listen to me? That's funny. Um, so my name is uh, Janira Roman. Um, I live in Isabela, Puerto Rico. I was born and raised in New York, went to school in New York. Um, right now, I'm a clinical director for a mental health agency here in Puerto Rico. I work for the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, and that's pretty much it. I work with people that suffer trauma. So that is my area of expertise along with sexual trauma. So that's it. I'm a therapist. I'm a psychotherapist. That's what I do for a living. And that's I'm also I... a mom. I'm also a mom, which I'm really proud of. I have an eight-year-old daughter who's amazing. And, that, um, and, and I'm glad that you went those two routes because this is why I recruited you. So you're, you're a psychoanalyst and you're a mother. Right. And this is very important because we're here to discuss WAP. Yes, we are. <laughs> and for those who do not know what WAP is, I have a very special present for you, Johnny. So here we are. Oh, I'm going to share my okay. screen with you right now. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I have anxiety, though. Okay, well, that's fine. So nice. I'm going to I'm going to play something, and I want you to listen to it. All right, Absolutely. let me know. Let me know if you can hear it, and and our audience should be able to hear it as well. It's like a Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I don't public, make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, bite your dip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up Aye. before he came. Now so before I get sued, I had, I had to cut it off. So for those who do not know what we are talking about today, this is the song that came out about a week ago from Cardi B, WAP. And for those who do not know what WAP stands for, it is for wet ass P word, because this is a family friendly show. So Johnny, did you, did you, did you appreciate the lyrics? I do. I do. I do appreciate it. Fan, fantastic. <laughs> so, so I, I appreciate, you know what I appreciate, appreciate um, the lyrics for this intellectually stimulating conversation that we're going to have um, and what this song actually really represents and symbolizes 
for many people and people that have different perspectives about what this actually means to them. And so prior to, I actually had to really take my time to think about what were going to be the points, the main points that I was going to focus on during our conversation, because I think that this is actually, there's some serious uh, issues that we should, we should talk about and explore um, concerning this, not just this psalm, but where we are in society today and what this represents. And just, just, I want, I want people by the time that they finish listening to this, really reflecting and asking themselves some really difficult questions. And that's really my goal for today. So that's your goal. My goal right now is to break down the lyrics of this song with you. Okay. So here are the lyrics. Here's verse number one from Cardi B and Meg. I tried to get Cardi on the show, but apparently she's a little bit preoccupied because of the success of not only the song, but the video. And we'll, we'll, discuss she's the busy, video man she's busy making well she's busy. She, she got making back money. to me and she said you know just today wasn't was was not a good time for her so i said no problem Absolutely. i'll bring you on into the future um so i know there's been a lot of controversy with the song itself and the video so i wanted to yeah. kind of start with the lyrics so if you can kind of understand okay. why is there so much controversy so this is the first verse from cardi b wow Beat it up, N-word, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P-word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want a ride. I do a keggel while it's inside. Spit it in my mouth. Look in my eyes. The P-word is wet. Come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. Out in public, make a scene. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. Now these are prolific lyrics, Johnny. Right. And, I, and, and the big controversy around many of these lyrics is that for whatever reason, people are finding this to be very vulgar, while some are arguing that it is literally female empowerment and sexual liberation. So I am on the stance of, I think this is a wonderful song. Um, at the current moment, I believe there was about 26 million views of the video. I can attest that for research purposes, I watched the video about 27 times because again, I just wanted to support the product and do some research. And so can I ask you a question before absolutely. I, I go into my spiel? What is it that you support? What is it, you know, when, when you, I, I'm gathering that it's like a book, you know, once you read it once, you read it again, you read it again, and you get something different every time you read, you know, a literary work. So my question is, um, what did you get from watching it so many times? What was your impression? What, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm, I am glad that you mentioned that. So as a doctor and as a man that has a degree in women's studies and has studied feminism, 
I thought this was a phenomenal. And when I when I tell you a phenomenal song, right off the get. Now I'm not gonna lie, it's not the most catchiest for me as a as a person that loves hip hop. But what I just genuinely appreciated was how much this song is pissing everybody off, because just in terms of the whole genre of of hip hop, you can go back to when Little Kim when Salt and Pepper, with Foxy Brown, for all of those, you know, rap hip hop historians, where they were pushing the envelope with a lot of their songs. But this takes that envelope and just chucks it all the way out the window. It's like, listen, we're here. I'm talking about my goods and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's just really just a matter of two women exploring, and I even exploring, just pretty much saying, listen, I'm, con- I'm in control of this entire sexual everything. And, and I have full autonomy of my body. I can say, I can do whatever I want. I'm going to be as nasty as I want. And I just have a true appreciation for that. And it also helps that Meg and Cardi B are, and again, I know you're not the biggest fan of this type of music, but they're arguably the two biggest acts in 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 hip hop and they join forces to come up with a, a song that again I won't lie it's just extremely catchy but it might not be the best song in the world however I just genuinely appreciate the impact of the song so I know just looking at you looking at me please Johnny what is the issue um I personally, you know, again, I had to really think about this because I was actually very conflicted on what this represents. Um, And so one of the talking points that I have, it's sexual liberation versus us being minimized to being seen as sexual objects or even sexual property. So there is, you know, a side of me that says, you know, good for them. You know, they're being empowered for talking about what they would do in their own personal sex life, right? And and I'm and I'm good with that. You know, if there's certain things that you like to do in your intimate private life and your personal life, intimacy to each his own. And I respect that. Um, the fact that they're taking ownership of their bodies and you know they are choosing to show or not show and you know talk about again what they do in a very in a very sexually explicit and descriptive manner um, is their prerogative. What I, I feel conflicted on is what message we're sending. But then again, I also questioned myself and is it their responsibility to uphold what my moral or, you know, ethical values are? Um, you know, simply I have an eight-year-old daughter. So, you know, if I don't like it, then, you know, make sure I should make sure and the people that are listening, hey, make sure that your kids don't watch it, you know? So um, is it their responsibility as artists to, you know, show society or to demonstrate society what's good and what's bad, what's inappropriate or what's appropriate? Probably not, you know? I also looked at it from the perspective that this is a business and this stuff sells. As you said, look at how many views Look at how many, you know, where she's ranked in in regards to 
the music industry and the chart and how popular this song is. So obviously either, you know, either people are really intrigued by what they're saying, because, you know, anything that's controversial, people are going to take to it. I mean, that's just human nature. We want to see what they're talking about. They're talking the dirty and people want to, people want to listen to it. Even if you may not even, um, particularly like the music, you're going to listen to it because you're going to be curious and you, you, you want to see what it's about. So, you know, from a commercial standpoint, sometimes I even wonder if artists are really producing the music that they really want to produce, or is it they're producing what sells? So I had to really, you know, take an objective look, you know, our perspective on how I was going to talk about this, because there are people that feel that they represent female liberation. If men can do it and they can talk about what they do to you in your, in the privacy of your own sexual life, well, why can't women do it as well? And so from my look at it from that perspective, you know, I get it. You know, I get, you know, the whole path of liberation and us being able to do the same, same things that men do. If I look at it from a personal standpoint, you know, I've never been a fan of of vulgar music or, you know, music that talks about what you're going to do to me. And, and it's not from, it's not in regards to gender. I just don't like it when men do it and I don't like it when women do it. I just don't like it at all. And that's just something that, you know, personally me, I don't. I don't partake in it. It's not something that I would put on my radio. It's not something that I would jam to. It's not something that I would, you know, remotely allow my daughter to listen to. Um, so that's a personal, a personal opinion. It's just not my cup of tea. However, looking at it from, you know, societal standpoint, I can understand why some people may feel that this is, this is acceptable in, in that, you know, we may not like, I may not like what she's saying, but the fact that she was able to say it as a woman and people are listening to it, kudos to her, I guess. So, and, and I, I, I respect that. I guess the question that I have for you now is, mm -hmm. honestly, if we take a look at everything that's occurring in entertainment, and any matter of fact, just, we'll stick with the music industry. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with Bad Bunny. Do you listen to Bad Bunny? I... I'm very familiar with Bad Bunny, you know. And, and, he, um, and he does a lot of the same thing. And he does a lot of the same thing. And I don't listen to his stuff either. Again, from a personal standpoint, it's not something that, you know, I'm not, I don't think his lyrics are, you know, artistically, he's just not somebody that I admire. You know, I, I don't, I don't partake. It doesn't matter. It's not about like genre of music. For me, it's the content. I don't, I don't like it. You know, I, I don't know how else to say it. However, I am somebody that can uh, be very objective and understand people's perspectives and, you know, why they may like it. Me, that's not something I would listen to. So <laughs> you don't like it. And right. the only reason why you don't like it is the content. And when I think about, when I think about, again, and I, and I want your audience to, you know, I, again, this was a touchy subject because I want to be, as a therapist, I try to be very understanding of people's um, perspectives of what this means to them on a personal level, people's experiences, this, this, you know, this um, can mean many things. Um, so 
but from my perspective, right, when I listen to the song, I have, I'm, I'm conflicted between, is this really sexual liberation or is the message that we're sending out to our society is that we will be minimized to be in a sexual object? Is that all I am worth? Is that all I am seen? You know, and, you know, I, I, posted this on Facebook and a lot of people agreed with me and, you know, a lot of people disagreed with me. You know, some people say, Hey, Johnny, this is sexual liberation. This is great that people are out there. Like men have been doing this for a really long time. You know, you just, you're just saying this because you're a mom and, 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 you know, I, I received that response. You're just saying this because you're a mom. And now since you're a mom, you know, you don't want to shake your booty in the club to this type of music. I mean, because now you've grown and maybe matured a little bit, um, you know, versus, guess what? I've always thought, thought this. Is this just part of my moral compass, you know, of who I am as an individual? I don't want to be seen as just somebody who, um, you know, for, for my physical attributes, you know, I want to be seen in different lights. Some women, you know, they, they are okay with that. Me, I just feel that for my daughter and for, for my sake, I want to be seen, um, beyond my physical attributes, what I can do to you in the privacy of our own personal space. Um, and it's not something that I feel coincides with my value systems, me personally, right? Um, but again, for other people, this could be seen as something that's very powerful. And, and, and in essence, let me say this, I may not like what they're saying, I may not agree with it, but I can understand why it's so powerful, why I, why me taking control of my body, why me saying what I want you to do and what I can do is such a powerful statement in regards to us holding a place in society where we're able to be seen as equals to men. I do un very much understand that concept. Will I sit there and allow my daughter to listen to this? No. Okay. So now this is where I get to come in and play devil's advocate. Right. Isn't there just a, so I, I think what, you know, if I understand correctly, I, 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 well, I probably don't, but I'll try to freestyle it anyway. But I, I think what the, one of the biggest issues is that it's really just the stigma behind sex and, you know, sex being a taboo. And honestly, I think the real issue is it's when the, the, the females in the industry, and in this case, Cardi B and, and Megan, Megan Thee Stallion, um, they're the ones that steering the conversation. And I think that's what's really the driving force behind a lot of the controversy and why there's so many polarizing perspectives. Um, I mean, honestly, it, it's really just behind, it, it's a hypocrisy for, for a lack of a better term. Um, it's the fact that you have two beautiful black women that steering this conversation about sex. And, and it's just the reality of sex. And what this video does and what this song does is that it's reclaiming their sexuality. It's like, okay, right. this is what we are, what we want to be, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's almost, you know, the, the video itself. They're also saying there's nothing wrong with it either. Exactly. You know, and, and, and if we think about, you know, they mention a word, I'm trying to be very eloquent here when I speak about these things, because I also, you know, represent um, an organization. So I'm trying to be very professional. Fair. Um, you know, there's um, 
there's words in there, right, that it's sort of like, you know what, you can call me this, but I'm going to call it myself. So I'm going to claim this before you can try to call me any name. So if we look at it from a psychological perspective, before you can go ahead and judge me, I'm just going to put it out there. This is who I am. This is what I do. And you, you can disagree or not, but I have control over my life. I have control over my body. I have control, period. You know, And I think that in there, there is a very powerful message. And I I just want people, people might be like, you're contradicting yourself. But really, what I'm trying to look at is really the higher message here that's being sent out without me um, just, just listening to the words and reacting to what I'm hearing, but what's really the bigger message from a psychological standpoint, and what maybe you're really trying to do, you know, because I believe I don't know them personally, obviously, but I believe, you know, they do, they sat down and and talked about, and they knew that they were going to get many reactions. I mean, Cardi B is is a mom herself. So I know that there was going to be many reactions, but I think that there is I'm hoping that when they sent this out, that there is, you know, this master plan of the masses of what they're really trying to shed out here, which is, it is time for women to stand up and be okay to talk about our body parts and be okay to talk about sex and be okay to talk about what we can and we can't do and nobody can stop us now. That message for me is what, when I really took myself aside, meaning when I took myself and I, and I was objective about it and I'm not infused in what it's provoking or it might be triggering in me, right? I was able to understand that. Um, I think for many people, maybe when they first hear it, they're shocked. And I think that's the effect that it's supposed to have. You're so, they want you to be shocked. They want it to be raunchy. They want it to be vulgar. That's the intent. The intent is for you to listen. And also it sells people, you may not like it, but you're going to want to listen to it because everybody's, everybody's talking about it. So human behavior is, if there's something that people are saying, oh, oh, you know, it's prohibited, guess what you're going to do? You're going to go and you're going to want to watch it and you're going to listen to it. So I think, you know, in a way it was, is a masterpiece, really. What, what my issue I think is, and what I struggle with, what I struggle with heavily is that you know, we also are in a day and age where women are being educated, where women are going, you know, and I'm not saying that you can be, uh, have sexual liberation and not be a professional and be educated and be a leader and go to high places. But the fact of the matter is that sometimes people will misinterpret these type of messages as, so I can talk to you a certain type of way and treat you a certain type of way, because look at how you're talking about yourself. So you know, this is where I have the conflict. Do we have to sexually exploit ourselves in order to find sexual liberation? Do we have to, you know, talk about what we can and we can't do in order to be powerful? You know, um, is that something that we need to do in order for us to continue in this pathway of uh, being seen as equals? That's where I really have to think hard and analyze if that's something that we have to do in order to get somewhere. And some women may say, no, we do not. And I also think, no, I do not have to do these things in order to be able to be seen, in order for me to um, get into higher positions, in order for me to have equal pay, in order for me to be seen as intelligent as a male. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a director, you know, I hold an administrative position. So I'm an example of being able to push um, and be educated 
and be professional and hold a position that most men would hold, you know, so, and I didn't need, you know, to do X, Y, Z in order to get there or to be, to, to have to, you know, exploit, if you want to use the word exploit, which again, people may argue, no, Janira, they're not exploiting their sexuality. That's just how you're looking at it. But again, I am sharing with your audience that me, I am having an internal conflict about what this means for women and what direction um, we're heading. You know, is this the direction that we want to go? And, and I, I would love to hear people's comments on that. If I don't know if other women feel just as conflicted because I want to support. If you come to my page on Anaka Online Speed out there, I'm always about empowering women to do what they want to do. I'm empowering women about wearing their crown. And I empower the, you know, Cardi B's also, you know, Latina. So Latina sticking together and being able to empower each other. And, and I want to I wanna be that person that supports it. But then there is a fine line between what I find to be you know, morally and ethically correct in regards okay. to conduct and, and how we should, we, should, we represent that, that's, femininity. That's, that's, and that's fine. And as a director, I want your take on this. This specific lyric from Meg Thee Stallion. Right. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you. If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Okay? So how do you but feel look, about that? But look look at the content. It's not only, see, this is not just a, a statement that's sexual. This is a statement of, I will overpower you. That's why you I know? brought it up. This is right. exactly I, why I brought it, this exactly, particular lyric is, up. Right, which is why this is such a powerful song, right? And it's going to trigger the shit out of people. Because I can tell you that in order for me to really get the message that she's sending, I really had to put my clinical hat on and say, hey, Johnny, separate your emotions and what you would find morally acceptable to what they're really trying to say here. She just called your ass a bottom feeder. You know, so what is she really saying here? She is saying that she has been able to control you to eat her ass. Right. <laughs> you can say that. It's fine. This is this is PG. Ass is PG. Okay? It's fine. Do you see how I'm having difficulty even saying these words? Um to, to eat her ass and be able to have you at that point of submission. So look at just the power that she has over you, the dominance that she has over you, which is if we look at even our politics, look how much we're hearing about sexual harassment, sexual assault. And I want to give you an interesting comment that somebody told me this because I want to be able to squash this. Um, somebody told me on my Facebook page, you know, if we eliminate this type of music, then we decrease sexual assault. Sexual assault has nothing to do with these lyrics. It has nothing to do with how a woman dresses. You know, me telling you what I want to do, how I want to do it, and then me going out with you tomorrow and saying, no, I don't want to partake in any sexual interaction and you raping me, is, it's unacceptable right? There's, there should be no reason why anybody is sexually harassed or sexually assaulted. It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter how you look like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many people you've been with intimately. Sexual assault and rape is wrong. When, when you say no, it is no. There is no excuse for it. And so, you know, when we talk about the, the messages, even politically, you know, the Me Too movement and everything that's been, that's been going out, I think, again, this could be very triggering for a lot of people. So, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. I, I, I a thousand percent agree, right? When when someone says no, it doesn't even have to be a female. It's when a man says no, a female says no. Absolutely. No, it, no it doesn't no, matter. Right? No, it's no. 
But if you just look at the chorus of this song, right? Right. The chorus of this song is, well, actually not the chorus, it's the intro. Whores in this house. There's some right. whores in this house. There's right. some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. I said certified freak seven days a week. What as P word make that pull out game weak. So here's the challenge, right? Because I agree with everything that you said, but is how do you separate these type of lyrics versus the actions that people will display after hearing these type of lyrics? You know, and again, you know, when, when, when we think about what they're actually saying, right? And they said, you know, and that's the word that I was actually talking about. There's, there, there's this whores in this house. This, I mean, there, if we look at maybe the reputation that Cardi B has, you know, a lot of people have different, you know, opinions about her and who she is as a person. And, you know, how, you know, we, women, we're, we're our worst critics. So how quick are we to, are we, do we call another woman a whore? We do it all the time. I mean, I've done it in my days, you know, where I'd be like, oh, that chick, you know, and I will judge a woman by who or how many people she is having sex with, which is, I think is wrong because we ourselves are objectifying ourselves and we're being critical and discriminating and we do a disservice to our, to our, to our movement. Right. Um, I think it's important to understand just because a woman is, is, let me go back to this point. I'm sorry. Her saying these words is basically her taking power and ownership of what something you may call her. So I think for her, if I say it out loud, guess what? I know what I, you know, I, I'm going to claim what you might think of me anyways. And I don't, and, and, and in her defense, I don't know if she actually sees herself as that, you know, again, this is a song. So I don't want to categorize her or personalize her or overgeneralize her idea because I don't know who she is per, on a personal level. Um, what I'm saying is I think it's, 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 a, it's, it's I'm going to take my power and control away from the world. It's not just men. It's the world. This is who I am. I don't care. This is what I claim. And I feel very confident, so confident that I'm going to tell you everything that I want. And I'm going to tell you how I do it. And I'm going to tell you what I do in my intimate life. And you can either love me or hate me. It is what it is. Now, by no means necessary, does it mean that because they're, they're, they're being explicit in their language, you know, it does not give anybody the right to disrespect you. Now, what the problem here is, isn't this song, you know, I think is more of what society has proclaimed to be correct. So it's okay for a man to whistle at you and, and you, and you know, I'm, I'm in business clothes. Like right now, I know your audience can't see me, but JV can, and I'm in professional clothing. Guess what? I will, I can leave my center right now and somebody is going to say something derogatory to me. So your clothes has nothing to do with it. You know, it's the fact that women get catcalled, we get, you know, harassed constantly. And we've become sort of, I could tell you that I've kind kind of become like immune to it because I hear it so much. And then it's okay for men to be able to say these things, but the, but the moment a woman says it, then it's okay for you to think that you can violate me because I said something that you said. You know, so let's say, you know, oh, look, you, somebody may say to me, oh, look, you have a nice ass, right? So I'm supposed to accept that because you said it because you're a male, right? But if I said it, yo, you got a nice ass, you know, oh, I guess, 
I guess this chick is a hoe. So I could, you know, I could violate her as much as I want or disrespect her as much as I want because, you know, she's talking in a way that's calling for sexual attention versus why can't I talk the same way that you talk? Now, again, I'm talking from a psychological perspective. Is that personally, Johnny, is that how I carry myself? No, I don't carry myself in that way. But, you know, I do know friends of mine that are very vocal and that, you know, they claim what they want, you know, and I respect that. I respect if that's the way that you want to, you know, show your power, right? And that's the way that you express yourself and you express your sexuality. Everybody expresses their sexuality in different ways, right? So by no means necessary should anyone think that because these women are talking like this or any woman talks like this, that now gives you permission to violate my personal space. Point blank, period. We can talk about whether it's, you know, morally correct, if this sits well with you, if, if, it, if it's, you know, if, if it correlates with your moral compass, if it correlates with maybe your religious beliefs or whatever it is, we can talk about that all day long, but we cannot say that because they're talking this way, then now it gives somebody the right to violate them. Absolutely not. Well, all right. Way to take this in a whole different direction. Very nice. I, and, I, and I meant to take it in that direction because the points that I, hear, I had here was sexual liberation versus sexual, uh, um, being sexually, sexual objects. You know, how are we seen, you know, in the world? And I think women, you know, forever we've been seen as sexual objects or, you know, we're production mas- machine for babies. You know, we, I mean, if I, if I think hard about this, this is not the first time that, you know, we've been, seen as this and their song hasn't really made people think any differently than what how women have been seen for many 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 years so when i think about this i also thought about equal rights when i thought about this topic i thought about whose responsibility is to set you know norms uh society expectations the value systems that you have in your house is this artist responsibilities to to you know to teach what's right and wrong or is it your responsibility at home to teach what's right is wrong and then you let your kids your kids will now be able to decide whether or not they want to listen to something like this or not listen to something like this you know whose responsibility is it and i think that's a debate you know does does do we as society have a responsibility to what we're teaching you know and and many people will debate this back and forth um and my last thing that I was going to talk about, obviously, was, you know, this, this, this whole thing of, you know, sexual assault and what this can, you know, mean for some people. Oh, this is, and, and some people think this way. Oh, they're just asking to, you know, to get it because of the way they're talking, you know. And that's not true. Well, I have a question for you. Right. And this is, this is going to be a very interesting question. Well, not even interesting, but. Do you know who Kylie Jenner is? Yes. Okay. So you, do you know that there is a large controversy of Kylie appearing in the video? Right. And there is an actual petition that has 67,000 signatures to get her removed from the video. And the reason behind this, or a large part of it, is because people feel that this video was empowerment for black women. And one of the feature spots of the video 
was Kylie walking down the, the hallway, opening the door, and she was really featured in the video. And they felt that that could have went to another Black woman. And I was just curious, what are your, well, before I even ask you about your thoughts, and the other reason behind this is because Kylie has her own particular controversy in the sense that a lot of people think that she's blackwashing. And again, that's just a, a real simple term of saying how, she, well, it's not even a simple term, but it also goes back to the concept of culture vulture, which I was actually having a discussion with a couple of my friends, where she's profiting off of the black culture. So okay. I wanted just your thoughts on, on Kylie being featured in this video and if that spot should have went to another black woman, if there's nothing okay with it, I just wanted your general thoughts before I follow up with my haymaker. Should that spot have been open to another black female? Um, you know, it's hard for me to answer that question, honestly, because, um, I, I mean, I understand, I guess, people's discomfort, you know, being that right now where there's so many movements going on um, and Cardi B, maybe maybe she should have chosen, maybe not. Maybe it was also her way of objectifying her, you know, mm -hmm. and showing how much control she has in regards to who she chooses to put in her video or not. Um, you know, so, I do so think- I'm sorry, let me just cut you off real quick. Kylie and Cardi are actual friends. So I just want to throw that out there. They're actually friends. Uh, Cardi already has come out, kind of, um, you know, explained why she was in the video. You know, the family's been really good for to Cardi. The kids, the you know, the, the Jenners have been good to Cardi's child. You know, when Cardi has issues, right. you know, she reaches out to the mother and blah, blah, blah. So I just want to Put that information out there if as you, you continue if you look your at, explanation. If you look at Cardi B, right? Car Cardi B is also Latina, right? Yes. Um, and so I, I want people to understand maybe Latinos' mentalities when it comes to things with, when we talk about race. You know, where, uh, um, you know, and it might have influenced also her decision, right? Because we, you know, we come in all colors and, you know, we have a, and I believe that Cardi B is Dominican. So she has, you know, a lot of sides to her ethnicities. And so to her, maybe this, she didn't think about this. It wasn't like a, a big deal for her, you know, to put somebody like her um, in the video. I could see why people are offended, you know, because we're talking about, you know, if we're going to go the empowerment route and we're going to represent. And, 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 and I would say that it's not just, you know, Black women, even Black Latinas, because Cardi B, again, is also a Latina woman. Um, why didn't maybe, why didn't she choose a Latina also? I mean, why did it have to be her? I mean, we can't even go that route too. But I think it was something that maybe she didn't find that was significant. Um, you know, I don't know what her response has been to people. I guess she's saying, hey, this is my home girl. I wanted to include her. She's been good to me. So I just wanted to give her a spot on my, on, on my video. Well, I, I have a response. I have her response and it was similar. It was, you know, this is a friend of me, a friend, a friend right. of mine, a friend of the family. And then she also mentioned that she actually has a whole bunch of other 
celebrities in the video. They're not as, you know, large and known right. acts as Kylie, but they're all races, all different cultures. And right. that was her explanation. And she just right. said, everything is not about race. Everyone just mind your goddamn business for once and just enjoy right. the video because I did 27 but, times and it's going to be 28 after. But again, five. you know, when we talk about, we're holding Cardi B up to some really big responsibilities. And we're, we're asking her to think about, hey, by the way, this is an empowerment movement and maybe you should have made it about the black community considering what we're going through. So, uh, are we giving her too much credit? I mean, to actually, you know, think about all these things. I mean, it is a music video. It is, you know, for them. I mean, let's, let's be real. She's a businesswoman. you know, um, she is going to do what sells and not all the time is she's going to do what's correct. You know, so we're holding these expectations of what we think, you know, should be now the other thing that pops into mind i have to access is you know when we talk about again liberation and female liberation and also um i identify myself as a black latina as well being depicted or being seen um in this whole black movement right what what this actually represents you know what my question would be to to somebody who was uncomfortable with this is what does this also represent for you having you know another black female in this video um what what is it is it just you know women empowerment or should it be just black women empowerment it should just be hey the fact that we're doing this as women in general should it be enough you know and it's the difficult thing because we're Every we're we're hitting a lot of sensitive topics, a lot of sen sensitive subjects, and I think people want to be heard. They want to be seen, um, and I think that you know, for people that felt that she should should be removed, it's just again them them wanting to feel like if we're going to do this, then we're going to do it all the way. Then you m make sure that you represent us in the correct way possible. For people that think that what they're doing is the correct way to represent the Black community. I, I, you know, some, some, some people may not feel that this is the way they want to be represented. And, and that, that was a point that came up as well, is that two, two parts of the controversy is, one, is this really a step forward for feminism? And right. the other question is, does this push our movement, Black Lives Matter? Is that a step in the wrong direction as well? Is this is it a step in the wrong direction? So um. it's not that that's not for me to decide. I mean, I think that's going to be up mm -hmm. to the individual and, and how, you know, people perceive the video. Absolutely. I, so I'll leave that with our audience that you guys can decide what is your perspective of WAP? I personally love it as a person that met Cardi in the establishment she used to work at and partaken. I happened to be a visitor back in my younger days and I've met her while she was working and you can take that any way that you want. And <laughs> again, for those who don't know, Cardi is a stripper turned rapper turned superstar. And while she was on that path, yes, I met her, and there might have been money exchanged during these visits. And what was your impression of her? What did you What did you feel like? You know, what was your impression? What did was, you? 
what was going through your mind as the male species when you were having possibly this interaction with her? What did you think? Well, when I met her, she wasn't the star that she was now. And True, but I want to know, what did you think? I, I thought that her friends were cuter. <laughs> so, and I, I might have spent more time and resources with her friends than with her. Okay, so and you didn't think she was as attractive. And that, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it because I still want to get this Cardi B interview. Okay, I hope that you get the Cardi B interview because I would love to ask her, and I would love to have an opportunity to pose these questions for her because I think that we would get some really interesting response as to how she views the world and what's her world perspective and you know what her intent is when she pushes out these messages. You know, and again, this was like a really hard. Um, conversation to have for me, you know, I have really needed to, um, to do my own self-reflective process um, about how, you know, even, even as a woman, how I've handled myself in the past. Um, and, you know, the positions that sometimes we put ourselves as women and the things that we permit and we, in, in the things that we allow and we don't allow. So this is a tough subject. You know, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. You know, I, I like to have these conversations because a lot of things will, will pop up for somebody who, and I hope your viewers that are listening, you know, again, they're going to have different perspectives. And I hope that by the end of this, I have not offended anybody. I'm just giving my objective opinion or professional opinion of what this song actually means beyond what you're seeing of the lyrics. What's the hidden messages? What's the, what's the undertone? What should we take away from this? regardless of you like what she's saying or not. Well, it'll be my goal next time to have you sing the lyrics. And <laughs> that, that's my ultimate goal. So I, I think I think this was a, a really great conversation and it definitely probably wasn't what people were expecting. And there was a lot of knowledge being distributed among the audience. So I thank you for your time. It's Absolutely. always a pleasure. Again, for whatever reason, people are, they like you and you're a fan favorite. So we got to change that immediately. Um, but again. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope I don't lose some of these, uh, some of your fans after this. They're like, this girl is just way too conservative. So um, but you know. Where, where can the people find you? Anakaona Inspirate. That's on IG. And we'll be coming up with another IG Live. Did you tell everybody about the last IG Live? They liked that too. That was pretty interesting. So I'm, I'm going to actually work on getting that posted as a bonus podcast for the people. So you can yeah. see how much you antagonized me on the, the path of the sloth, which was inexcusable. I, so, I always think I'm very emotionally supportive in all the decisions that you make. And, you know, I just try to pick your brain because the pod, you the, the, are the, brilliant. Agreed. But the pod doesn't want to hear about that right now. So Agreed. thank you, thank you again, everyone. I hope yeah. you enjoyed but you the know episode. What I think before, before, before. No, I'm hanging up. Goodbye, goodbye. I, I stopped Dude, recording. Before we Stop leave. recording.